Welcome to the Dynasty Pros Fantasy Show, where we talk all things fantasy football. From player news, rankings, projections, and even trade advice. Everything to help you win your fantasy football league. And now, your hosts, Bob Miller and Tommy Harvey. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Dynasty Pros IDP Show, brought to you by DynastyProsFootball.com and IDPGuys.org. Both places are great sources for IDP content for you out there. Make sure you visit DynastyProsFootball.com, IDPs.org for your latest rankings, trade values, and you know, your starts and sits and everything. And don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube over at Dynasty Pros and subscribe to us over at IDP Guys as well. Oh, that was a mouthful, Tommy. So anyways, what's going on on this Friday evening? A little late, working on 10 o'clock uh, Eastern, but uh, better late than never. There is a ton, a ton of news, NFL news today, offense, IDPs, tons of stuff but first of all man how's your friday treating you i see you got you uh drinking a little whiskey or something over there man what you got yeah, going on the, the later it gets the drunker i get so got some old hickory whiskey going on with with it you know oh well poured my sure. incredible hulk glass and just <laughs> well that's nice that's nice i have got like some kind of a <laughs> bug or something that is in my den here flying around driving me absolutely crazy anyways you'll turn into walter white over there trying to catch the fly no 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 i'm just gonna be absolutely annoyed by this guy this whole episode but uh who cares whatever all right so let's get started on some of this uh gosh the, the, all of these all this news out today man and Got a lot of games starting up in a few days, and we want to get everyone kind of on board, kind of knowing who's playing, who may not be playing. Um, that way we can set our rosters and set our lineups accordingly. So uh, let's start. Um, you know, Gabe Davis, uh, I believe, missed the last game, but he looks like he's 100% and will play this weekend, so that's good. And I'm very excited that. about that. Yeah, I think he's going to have a very, very good game. He is a, uh, he is a breakout player this year, so – um, if you're a Gabe Davis owner, get him back in that lineup. He should be ready to roll this weekend. Um, Michael Pittman practicing in full and should play. He should be back Sunday, so that's good. Um, a lot of Pittman owners uh, were hurting a little bit last week. I'm one of those guys. Or Matt Ryan owners because of it. <clears throat> yeah, well, luckily I picked up Ashton Doolin and played him. That's how desperate I was in one league. I wasn't very... Uh, I didn't have a whole lot of depth there at wide receiver, so I gave that a shot, and I was pretty happy. I think he scored like 13 fantasy points. I'll take it all day, especially for somebody off the waiver wire. Yeah. Um, my boy, my guy, J.K. Dobbins, he's questionable on Sunday against New England, but I think he's going to play. I think this is the week. He's practicing in full. He's ready to roll. He can't wait. He's begging coaches every day, let me play, let me play, let me play. They just want to take it easy and be very, 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 you know, I guess conscious about his injury. They don't want him to push himself too hard. So they're being a little bit uh, – uh, what's a good word for that, Tommy? Cautious. Cautious. Um, something like that, I guess you could say. 
I, I think they just going to have to let this guy play, let him roll. I mean, well, at this point, I'm kind of questioning J.K. Dobbins's existence. Does he does he actually even really exist? <clears throat> is he a real person? He is. He is. He 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 was out there a couple of years ago. He is a real person. But gosh, I can't wait to see him get back on the field. I'm just. I, I don't know. I, I kind of thought he got snapped away in the uh, in the in the Thanos snap, but you know. Oh gosh, I know just disintegrated <laughs> off into the you know gone for five years. Um, you know the thing is, man, is I really, really, I don't know if he plays how much I trust starting him. I mean, I can maybe flex him. I mean, if you if your team is hurting and he you were relying on him as your RB two, then I guess you got no choice but to roll him out there. But if yeah. you have a little bit of depth, um. This wouldn't be a game that I'd be playing someone like Kenyon Drake or anything like that. I I think that that ship has sailed now. Once uh, Dobbins gets back, um, so he could probably be droppable unless you have some deep benches and you just want to stash him for kind of a handcuff. But with Gus Edwards coming back in a in a few weeks as well, you got to keep that in mind. Um, well, is this game more of a running game for Baltimore, or are they going to be throwing the ball a lot? I think a little bit of both. Um, they are not running 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 the ball like they did um you know they're hard not being running backs what's that it's kind of hard to run the ball when you don't have any running backs it's true now you have to take that into consideration but um they're throwing the ball very very well i mean when you have mark andrews and you have you know devin duvernay's really stepped up so far this season and then obviously we know what we have in rashad bateman and then Isaiah Likely each week is getting better and better and better, and they're featuring him a little bit more and getting him the ball. And I think Lamar's doing his thing to improve his stock and his worth. I mean, listen, last week, yeah, everybody's talking about how they lost, but listen, they they were smoking Miami. Miami was getting blown out. They were whipping Miami something awful. And then in the fourth quarter, Baltimore lost Marlon Humphrey, and Miami took full advantage of that. There was some miscommunication out there on the field, left some guys wide open, um, and that really, really hurt. So, And then you had a returning Marcus Peters, who's probably not at 100% and up to speed and certainly probably not in super-duper game shape. So a lot of things you got to consider there. But I think they come out and throw the ball a little bit. Um, they may not want to rely a whole, whole lot on – JK, they want to probably get the ball in his hands. I think he may fall into the end zone at one point this weekend. You know, if he does play, he might get a couple goal line carries and really get in. You know, he might get you a touchdown. In okay. fact, I, in fact, if he plays up, I, I promise you, he'll get a touchdown. Um, so, you know, something to keep in mind. I mean, he's going to uh, if he plays, I think he puts up a little bit of points. But, uh, you know, he's going to be a flex play for me in most of my leagues where I have some depth there. So. Keep that in mind. Speaking of running backs, Josh Jacobs, um, due to illness, did not travel with the Raiders uh, on uh, to Nashville. However, if he feels better tomorrow, they could still fly him out um, to Nashville, and he could suit up Sunday. So that's something to keep in mind. Josh Jacobs is, however, a lot of people's RB2. Or if they kind of punted on running back, he could be RB1 for some people out there. So um, just keep that in mind. He's not traveling with the team. So you might want to go pick up like a, I mean, dare I say, like Brandon Bolden or Zamir White or something White, off, the, yeah. off the wire. You know, get one of those guys just in case um, because you're going to need someone to, to pop in there. Yeah. 
Speaking of the Raiders, Hunter Renfro has been ruled out for that game against the Titans due to concussion. Um, a lot of people have him in their lineup, so that's something you've got to definitely uh, keep an eye out for. Get him out of your lineup, uh, substitute, put someone in there. Another wide receiver that's not going to play in week three is Chris Godwin. Hamstring still not letting him play. They're playing it safe. They're not going to let him play against the Packers. Does Tampa well. Bay have any wide receivers available for this yeah, game other got, than Cole Beasley? They got Cole Beasley, baby. I mean, he's Cole literally Beasley. the only one because I, because I, I think uh, Russell Gage is even questionable. And I think, yeah, Gage is uh, questionable, but they do have the one, the only, Brashad Perriman. Yeah, well, that's true, too. Yeah, I mean, Brashad Perriman and Cole Beasley, just like they drew it up, you know? Right. Um, let's see, another wide receiver out there. Keenan Allen is questionable uh, for this weekend. I know a lot of us, uh, you know, Allen owners are hoping he plays, and it really does look like he is going to play. He is completely on track to play. Bearing, you know, barring any kind of setback. So, um, you know, if you're a Keenan Allen owner, I think you can start him this weekend. Um, if he plays, you can start him and not worry about that. Uh, Jerry Judy, you know, his shoulders and ribs are bothering him. He was very, he got a, he wasn't in practice all week. He got a limited practice in today, um, but still very much questionable to play this weekend. So, uh, Judy owners out there might want to keep that in mind. He, it's a true 50 50 there. Um, speaking of the Ravens a few minutes ago and Devin Duvernay, uh, he returned to practice yesterday with a concussion. So he looks on track to play this weekend as well. So, uh, you know, that that's good. And, and, and I, that's good IDP wise, because even if you have like, say the Baltimore Ravens defense special teams, Devin Duvernay is a nice little have there because he's a Pro Bowl returner and he's a threat to return a kickoff really at any time. So that's something nice to have if you're a uh, if you're a Ravens defense owner. So, uh, Tommy, what any IDP news out there today? Well, it looks like it could be a two a season again again this weekend because Micah Hyde and Jordan Jordan Poyer. Um, could, could potentially be out. Hyde's still not practicing, and Poyer uh, was limited. So, Yeah, yeah, Jordan Poyer looks like he may go, but with his foot injury, I mean, how well is he going to play, especially against those two burners and Jalen White right. and Tyreek? If um, Buffalo's without their, without their two safeties, it could be it could be problematic. Oh, my gosh, and those two are, are fantastic safeties. I don't think Micah Hyde plays um, unless something drastically changes. I think he's going to miss this week. Um, and Poirier, I think, is going to be limited at best if he does play. So, um, if you are a if you are an owner of either of the two of those guys in fantasy or in dynasty, any IDP leagues, and probably not you're not playing them if they're. I don't I don't see them doing a whole lot. And then keep in mind if you do have Buffalo's defense, um, even though they've been phenomenal, this is definitely a week you want to try and stream another defense with yep. if these two aren't playing i don't even know if i'm playing that defense even with these two playing at full strength so well if these two aren't aren't playing then i'm definitely firing tua up as well mm. oh yeah absolutely and your dog agrees i heard him back there oh, yeah. uh, saying it as well so um let's see here uh speaking of another safety quadre Diggs look good uh, uh coach uh carol says he looks good to play this weekend 
Uh, so that's good. You know, a lot of folks out there own digs. Um, so looks like you'll be able to fire him up and not worry about it. Um, however, JC Jackson of the Chargers looks like he's still not ready to get on the field. He is doubtful to play this weekend. And uh, who do they have? Uh, the Chargers. They JC Jackson really needed to be out there because I think they had a I can't remember who they were playing up up against. Golly, I'm drawing a blank now, but he really needed to be out there. Let me look um, at it. That's a, uh, it's a good question. Who did the Chargers have? Chargers have Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah, he definitely needs to be in there with that team. That's going to it's gonna be interesting to see how that shakes out. Um, Tommy, another little piece of IDP news out of uh, Baltimore yesterday. Jason Pierre-Paul signed. There you go. Ravens. Um, kind of a rare, weird, like mid like in-season like signing that wasn't like a league minimum or veteran minimum. He signed for a year at five and a half mil. Here's the big question. Is, is he going to be listed as a linebacker or a defensive end? I promise you he'll be a linebacker. So that, that really hurts the value. Yeah, yeah, he won't be a D. I, I can't see him being a defensive end. I don't know if they're just. I mean, they've lost some pass rushers, and 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 I mean, it might take him a few weeks to really get the hang of things. But you know, right now, Adofe Owe Owe has not really made too much of an impact. Uh, you know, Justin Houston has been fantastic, um, but Owe has really just not gotten there yet. So. Um, it's kind of weird having Pierre Paul and 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 friggin' Justin Houston on the outsides rushing a QB. But hey, man, if go back about eight years ago, I mean, I'm telling you, yeah. If you rewind the clock eight years ago, like you said, man, you talk about something special. So hey, better like listen. A lot of these older guys that are past. I mean, you're Melvin Ingram's and guys like that. Man, are still playing at a high high level. They're doing well. So you know, we'll see if uh, JPP does the same. So. Any other news out uh, from you on, on IDPs? Anything sticks out to you? Uh, not particularly. Um, I know um, I know there was some question on if um, Micah Parsons was 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 going to be a full go for this week, but it kind of looks like he's going to be. So, gosh, I couldn't imagine Micah Parsons not. Well, they he 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 felt a little ill, and uh, he. He tested for for COVID, but it, it, he didn't test positive, which is good because now he doesn't have to quarantine, so he should be available Monday. Well, that's good, especially if you're a Parsons owner, because man, he has really just picked up right where he left off. I mean, the guy's leading the NFL in sacks. He's got four through, four through two weeks. Exact man, two a week. I'll take it. Yeah. I will take it, and I know you you do because you own Parsons everywhere. Yeah. That is your boy. That yeah, is your absolutely. guy. I mean, as you can tell. Oh, yeah, there you go. Absolutely there. Hey, how do the necks fit in those jerseys, by the way? Do they – are they like – I bought some of these, like, knockoff jerseys and, like, the necks would like – they had this, like, flap thing up here or something that just annoyed me. They didn't That's lay cool. down like this. Now, these are actually – these are actually pretty nice. Um, they're actual replica jerseys, so – Stitched Did you get off that? Is that that website you recommended to me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to get you to send that to me again. Yes. I'm going to take a look at some stuff later. And by the way, if you see an IDP, I am rocking the IDP NWO shirt. 
that you can find over at DynastyProsFootball.com. It'll take you – we go to our merch right there. It'll take you a link right to it. I'd be yeah. I'd be wearing mine, but my son Cooper wore it the other day, and I don't know where the hell it is. So, oh gosh, well we sold a lot of these. A lot of people picked these up at the uh, at the expo when we were there last month. They were a big big hit. So if you're interested in the IDP shirt, hit us up. We'll get you one. All right, so let's move on to some of our week two kind of heroes and studs, and we're going to talk about some of our disappointments. Then we're going to move on to some of our buys and sells and people that are we're adding just in case they're still on your wire. So, Tommy, who's someone that stuck out to you this weekend? That you know, this Aiden past Hutchinson. weekend. Aiden Hutchinson's my hero. Oh yes, I mean we, you know, we did this. Uh, we I did a show last week, uh, the first episode we did with Gary Davenport, and he and I talked about. Aiden and you know we were saying don't freak out because boy he sucked I mean he got half of a fantasy point last week well week one and so people were freaking out because Trayvon Walker had a hell of a game so it looked like uh Aiden Hutchison picked up uh he, he picked the ball up and, and ran with it there sort of say I mean he had six tackles what five solo five, five solo and three sacks and then, and, then, and then two more tackles for loss. Oh my gosh! What a game! What a Absolutely. game, man! Oh god, I'm trying to think of like how many points, like how many actual fantasy points that was in, in our scoring system. That was 23 and a half fantasy points on the day, according to you know our Dynasty Pros scoring system. You can find over at the website, but uh, that's a heck of a day. I mean, you should be scoring well over 20 fantasy points if you have three sacks. So, man, great, great stuff. He's questionable as well for this weekend, but he uh, he returned to practice today. I think they were just taking it easy, being a little cautious with him as well. So Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you're not questionable, that means you didn't play. Yeah. <clears throat> it's true. Now, I'll tell you someone that stuck out to me, Gregory Rousseau. And I don't even know how to – dude, Gary Davenport, last week he and I talked – about we ended the show with some of his sleepers for the weekend and his defensive lineman was frigging Gregory Rousseau. He said, this guy, he thinks is really going to pop off and have a great game. And he sure did, man. He had four tackles. He had a sack. He had a couple of, he had two tackles for loss. Um, heck of a day for him. Um, so man, hats off to Greg, uh, to Gary. He is the IDP godfather for a reason, man. The guy knows his stuff. So I picked up Rousseau in a couple of leagues when he said that, and I'm really, really glad that I did. I was able to take advantage of those points. Mm -hmm. So that was a that was a guy that really stood out to me. So um, who else you got, man? Well, another defensive end um, that I actually own in several several leagues is uh, Draymond Jones for uh, for Denver. Mm -hmm. Six tackles, four solo four, four solo tackles, two sacks, and another tackle for a loss. He had a big game. Mm, gotta love that. Mm -hmm. gotta love that um it was nice to see that even though denver that's probably like the only bright point when it comes to denver but man that was a good good game for him um it was good to see that yeah i, I actually picked him up and christian wilkins up in a lot of leagues this, this offseason yeah wilkins was a guy i was really really you know hyping up uh last week um to pick up in my IDP waiver wire article. He was someone to kind of, you know, I was considering, but you know, Draymond had an 18 point game, you know, an 18 point fantasy day. So that was a uh, darn good there. 
Um, I'll tell you a guy that stuck out to me, and 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 I'm not taking I'm taking zero credit for this. I'm going to go right back to Gary Davenport. He said his his sleeper linebacker for the week was Frankie Louvu out of Carolina. Dude had ten tackles, four of them for a loss, and he had a pass defended. Oh man, Gary is, or is just a he's like a genius, man. I mean, dude had 23 fantasy points. Gotta love it, man. And I picked him up um, on my waiver wire this year, or I mean, this week. Um, so I'm hoping some other you folks out there watching, um, you know, maybe grabbed him up too. So who else stands out to you, man? Um, another guy I was really happy with was uh, Julian Love, uh, safety for the Giants. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. He tackles all of them solo. He has sack and two tackles for loss, which a sack and any tackles for loss out of a safety is pretty big time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was an 18 point fantasy day for him. So I'll take yeah. that all day, especially out of that safety position. But whenever, whenever a safety gets tackles for loss or sacks, it, it's just, it's just icing on the cake. It really is. Or, or same thing with like interceptions. I mean, right. those guys that you want to get those guys that are, that are racking up tackles. Um, but you know, if they do get a pick or something like that, or a tackle for loss, I mean, how can you? I mean, that's what you want. And I'll tell you, you know, these guys have really kind of taken off this year. Like safeties have had, there have been a lot of great safeties that have started strong in these first two weeks. Um, and I'll tell you, you know, the one that sticks out to me big time is Marcus Williams of the yeah. Baltimore Ravens. You know, he had two – gosh, he had ten tackles, seven of them solo. He had two interceptions and a couple of passes defended. And he really should have had three interceptions. I mean, he had a 20-point fantasy day. And, you know, the week before week one, he had a 17-point fantasy day. Not only is he getting these interceptions – I mean, you can't count on those. But he is racking up tackles. He is just a tackling machine – um, especially with these teams passing, passing, passing. He's just racking up, and he is a stud. He is something special. Looks like the best free safety in the game right now, and, man, he is. And and this weekend they've got New England and Mac Jones. I mean, what's to say he doesn't have another pick? I mean, he's got three interceptions, you know, in the first two weeks, which is phenomenal. So that's something to really keep a hold of and keep an eye on. However, if – there's something I do want to throw out there. If the Ravens do pick up um, Blake Martinez, who they had in for a workout this week, I imagine that would take um, that would put a big hit on the tackles for Marcus Williams. So that's something to keep in mind if you're a Marcus Williams owner. We're going to talk about him a little bit more not, later on. Not necessarily. I mean, he's having a lot of tackles because – uh, teams are having to throw the ball, so safeties are obviously going to have a lot of safeties and corners on on teams that get targeted a lot are going to have a lot of tackles. Yeah, and and the thing is, is is the Ravens are they they were playing with a lead in both games, so these teams had to throw to, to, right. to really get back. Um, you know, he got his interceptions early in the game. You know, his first one was early early in the game um, against Miami. So you know, we'll have to see. What happens? Um, I just can't see those. If they bring in like Blake Martinez and sign him, I can't see Marcus Williams' tackle numbers, you know, really, really substantial. I can't see him with 10 tackles a game, you know, something like that. I just I just don't see it. Well, he, he may not have to come up and support the run as much. 
Exactly. Um, you know, he might be able to play center field just full time at that point. And, right. you know, you're really, and, and then when you're thinking about free safety is really what you're hoping is you're counting on, you know, interceptions, those right. turnovers, he's special when it comes to that. Um, but, you know, tackles is what really, really, you know, sets you, sets the difference, you know, between, you know, some, you know, the good guys and the great guys. So. Speaking of a ton of tackles, didn't Harrison Smith have 13? Harrison's a pimp, dude. I mean, as you know, I mean, dude's a, he, he's a bad, bad man. He's been doing it for 10 plus years. So, uh, can't say anything about him. I mean, he's just, he's awesome. He's great. He knows how to play the game, even at his age. I mean, he's lost a step or two, but you know, he's gained more up here. And so, um, what can you say? The guy's uh, he's playing at a high level, and I until he can't play any longer, I expect him to play at a high level. So, I really wonder where he'll be playing next year. I don't know. I think he stays there. I think they probably do some kind of they rework his contract or something there. I, I don't know if they just cut him loose, but it's an NFL, and you can't predict a dog right. thing. So he, he's making quite a bit for safety. So, hey, Shay, uh, Shaq Barrett, you know, made an appearance. He uh, he's yeah. back from the dead. Yeah. You know, Tommy, what he finished with on uh, this week? No, he had two sacks. Uh, he had five tackles, all of them solo, two sacks, and two more tackles for loss. So, mm. a big game. Mm. That is a good, good game. Happy for him, man. That was my guy like a couple of years ago. Oh, my Lord. He helped yep. me win a lot of games. He was my he was my T.J. Watt before T.J. Watt. So. Right. <laughs> uh, Preston Smith, the Green Bay Packers, had a good game. He had seven tackles. He had four of them were solo. He had two sacks and two tackles for loss. Yep. Heck of a day for him. I'm sure that was probably close to at least 20 fantasy points as well. Um, depending on what kind of league you play in, you know, he's going to be strictly a linebacker, or maybe if you're playing on sleeper, he does have defensive line eligibility. Um, but if he does have defensive line eligibility, wow. What a great, great guy to have. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, anyone else stand out to you, you know, besides your, your, you know, usual suspects? We're not going to sit here and talk about right. Nick Bosa and Micah Parsons. Yeah. And stuff. I mean, both, both, them had, both of them had, had two sacks apiece, but, I mean, they're obviously studs. Why, you know, why are we going to keep mentioning them? Yeah, we're not going to put people to sleep talking yeah. about the, the yeah, shit I mean, they already know. It's obvious, you know. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, but, um, you know, Leighton Vanderish had a, had a pretty solid game the other day. Um, yeah. That's not something you, something you get every week from him, so I was pretty happy with that. He looks like he's back, man. I'm I'm really really happy for him, man. He was looking like a stud when it was him and Jalen Smith, and then yeah. they just both fell off the face of the earth. But Vanderish looks like Vander. Uh, a lot of Vanderish's problem is that he's he's he always has these nagging injuries, mm -hmm. so. He's always just kind of working through those and playing through them and playing playing hurt. So I mean, when he's healthy, he's a very very good linebacker. And you know, I I think he showed that this past weekend. He is a very good linebacker. If he just stays healthy, man, I think he's going to produce. And right now, he's doing exactly that. All right. Um. So and and like I said, anybody that maybe picked him up, uh, didn't pick him up really as like a starter. So he's just kind of like the icing on top, you know. Well, he's like just most places he's just hanging out on the waiver wire. So that's something that you know keep in keep in mind. Uh, Tommy, let's talk about some of our disappointments from week two. Who stood out to you that really uh, really kind of let you down? I mean, Bradley Chubb didn't do anything. He had zero tackles. 
You know, mm-hmm. and Bradley Chubb is most likely a guy. If you have him, you're probably starting him um, because you're you're depending on on his sack production, and he he got you absolutely nothing. This, this he did back. nothing. Yeah, nothing. he did nothing. He he literally got you zero points. Yeah. He got he exactly. did after a twenty point. What was it? Twenty point. Yeah, he scored over twenty fantasy points week one. Right. I rolled him out there in a couple of leagues, and boy, he gave me a big old fat goose egg. Yep. Oh. So, oh, you know, it looks like it's all or nothing with him. Well, and I mean, it, it looks like your boy Draymond got all the work. He's the one that did it all. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and w- with guys like like him and Von Miller, and you know, it it is going to be an all or nothing type type deal. Leonard Floyd's another one just because they're either going to get you sacks or they're going to get you nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I'll tell you someone that really kind of stuck it up for me. I was hoping a little bit more out of, and I own him a lot of places. And so do you, and that's Aaron Donald. You know, he only had a couple of tackles. He did have a fumble recovery, which kind of salvaged his day. But if he had not gotten that, you're talking a one point, one and a half point day. Without right. that fun fumble recovery, still with that, you know, you're expecting at least get a couple of tackles for loss, right? Possibly a sack or a half of a sack. You're you, it's he's such a stud. You come to expect that every week, and if he doesn't produce, right? Well, know, he's the looking- type of guy who can just take over a game whenever he wants to. Um, it, it just seems like some games he just is just kind of out there. Just because you know, he either he either wants to be dominant or he just doesn't care sometimes, and not, you're you're able to tell when he when he wants to be dominant because he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who else stood out to you that uh, you know really let you down? Aziz Al Shair, the uh, linebacker for um, San Francisco, yeah. one tackle, and it wasn't even a solo tackle. It was just you know, it was half a tackle. <laughs> I think a lot of guys from San Francisco kind of let us down. I mean, yeah, Fred Warner, Warner was another one. Just kind of did nothing. You know, it's like I get it. They, you know, they weren't really. Who was it? Who, who San Francisco even played? Was it? Uh, was it Seattle? Is that, is that who they played? I believe so. Um, yeah, I mean, in Chicago, Week One, and I believe. Right. I, um. Yeah, I, they kind of let me down. Even Greenlaw, you know. I mean, yeah. Just kind of did nothing, you know. And and you come to think, these guys should be studs. I mean, they should be popping off like tons of tackles, racking them up every week. So let's just hope that this was just a weird little week, right. weird, weird well, something where none of them did well. Right. And, and whenever we say disappointments, we're we're talking about guys who are normally studs, who you're always going to be playing for the most part. We're not talking about you know a mediocre linebacker that you know yeah. you got buried on your on your bench or is on the waiver wire we're talking yeah. about guys who you're expecting to produce for yeah guys that we're starting every week i mean right. you're starting fred warner and and alsha here you know you're starting those guys right. bradley chubb right now is kind of an iffy thing i i, I don't know if i'm going to start him this week i think right. he may get benched um but some of these guys aaron donald you're absolutely Right. Trey Hendrickson, Trey Hendrickson, yeah. another one didn't didn't do anything this week. Had one tackle, one solo, and it happened to be a tackle for a loss. So he got you, you know, at least you know a couple of points there, but three or four more points. Right. There. But Thank it was you. nothing substantial. It was nothing, you know, it wasn't what what you would expect from him. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? I, I you know Tyron Matthew, you know Honey Badger mm-hmm. stuck out to me. He only right. had like 
he had three tackles. I mean, I don't know what to really expect from him. Um, but if I'm rolling him out there, I, to me, I think his name value is a lot more worth than he is in, in, in really just in fantasy leagues. Um, you know, when you're going out there and scoring three fantasy points, um, yeah, but he I don't, was, need, I don't need that from any starter. Right, but but he was going against a Tom Brady led offense who you would you would have thought would have would have would have been throwing the ball fairly effectively, so he would have had some tackles. Um, he just didn't. Yeah, I'm not a Tyron Matthew fan. Uh, when it comes to fantasy, I don't own him anywhere, and I think anywhere I have had him, I've sold him and come out, you know, smelling like a rose because people sure. knew that they knew the name and they were willing to give you something for him. But man, he's just never really done a whole lot for me. That's right. um, so he's not anyone I'm ever, ever going to own um, in any kind of IDP league. I mean, if he was on the waiver wire and maybe I had some depth or, you know, I had some, I maybe pick him up, but I couldn't imagine myself starting him in any scenario. That's right. Um, so speaking of those, some of those guys, I mean, we could go on all night about some of our disappointments, but those are some of the ones that really, really stood out to us um, and me, you know, that really, we were expecting a lot more out of. So let's move on um, to some of our, you know, our now that week two is behind us, let's talk about some of our buys and our sales and maybe people were adding off of the wire. Um, you know, you can definitely go check out dynastyprosfootball.com. Um, every Tuesday I put out the IDP waiver wire article. Go check out idpguys.org. They have a ton of great IDP content over there. Uh, they have their waiver wire articles as well and some of your starts and sits too. So go check out both websites for great, great IDP content. So um, one of my ads and buys or whatever you want to call them, I mean, Gregory Rousseau, who I brought up earlier, earlier I picked him up. I was fortunate enough to pick him up um, this past week off the wire. Um, I'm not in very many leagues where people own, owned him. So I was able to snatch him up pretty well, you know, a good share of him. However, if there are some leagues, if you're in an IDP league and this guy is available, holy smokes, you need to go grab him. I mean, if you, he was one of my number one grabs. I mean, one of my top grabs this week. If you go back and look at our, you know, my IDP article, you know, my waiver wire article, he is certainly uh, one of the guys I would go snatch up if he's available, man. Well, I just don't see how you can't. Right there, there was a bunch of leagues last year where I was drafting him in rookie drafts, just because how, how you know how 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 great he was at at Miami when he was in college. Um, you know he's he, he's a special talent, and I think he's about to, I think he's about to blow up. Yeah, I mean he's got eight tackles on the year, nothing special there, but he's got two sacks. I mean he's had a sack each week, and he's had a few tackles for loss, a pass defended. He's got tw over twenty five fantasy points right. through the first two weeks. Really good for a defensive end. You know? Oh yeah. Eight tackles for a defensive end through two weeks is good. Absolutely. And, I mean, he's only 22 years old. So, if you're in an IDP dynasty league like you and I are in and several, oh, my gosh. He's plays on a really day. good team, so he's going to have he's going to have plenty of opportunity. He's not going to be double teamed because they, they have to concentrate on, on, on everybody else on that defense. You got Vaughn Miller and Rousseau. Oh, my gosh. Not only that, but in the middle you have Ed Oliver. I, I know Ed Oliver's out this week, but, you know, they still have to concentrate on him too. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I just think that, you know, his matchups are just so favorable for him and especially in that that Buffalo defense, man. If this guy is available anywhere in your league, 
I'm grabbing him. I'm scooping him up right now. Yeah. I'm sure he shouldn't be available, but if he is, grab him. If you're able to go and trade for him, I would at least go to the uh, the person that probably picked him up off the waiver wire this week or last. Not know. only that, but but a, a lot of ta- a lot of leagues with with taxi squads yeah. will allow you to roster a guy on, on your taxi squad with two years or less of of. Um, yeah, like experience. Yeah. Yeah, of experience, right. Yeah. So even if you're not gonna play him, pick him up, stash him on your taxi squad. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, pick him up. Just like he shouldn't be sitting out there. Get him. Get him now. He's a defensive end. He's worth gold. Right. You know, he shouldn't be available. I I, I don't even know if we're talking about that. He, if anyone's they shouldn't be available in any league, but I'm just telling you, if you can go and trade for him. 22 year old kid that's going to be a, a bona fide stud. I mean, they drafted him in the first round last year for a reason, and it's yep. starting to pay off now. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, he plays on a great defense already, so he's not going to be double teamed. So there's only upside. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I completely agree. Um, who's someone that stood out to you as far as, uh, you know, somebody that maybe you're buying, selling? I don't know. Uh, let's just let's just go with our people we're buying right now and maybe adding if we can find them on the wire. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you, you mentioned earlier Frankie Louvu mm. out, out of Carolina. I mean, how much how much bigger did how much bigger of a game does the guy have to have for you to go and pick him up? I mean, obviously you want it to be consistent, but if he's gonna show that one week, that means he's capable of doing it. So go and pick him up. Make sure he's on your roster at least, even if you're not playing him. Make sure he's on your roster. Oh man, if honestly, man, if if I've got him picked up, he's playing. Right. I mean, he's he's a starting linebacker for for a pretty solid defense. Go pick him up. Yeah, guy racked up twenty three fantasy points on Sunday, man. How can you bench that? How could you right. leave that on the bench? I mean, he's not going to rack up twenty points every week, but gosh, I mean, twelve, thirteen. You can if you can get that out of a linebacker, man. You you can't bench that. Well, unless you're just unless you're just got a bunch of those guys. Right. Here's the thing: linebackers pick up a ton of tackles, and good linebackers and good defenses are going to pick up even more. Mm-hmm. Especially run stuffers, and he is a, he is a run stuffer. He's going to get you tackles for loss because he's going to be in that backfield terrorizing the running back all the time. Yeah, you got to play that, and you know you got to watch who they're playing. You know, if they're playing a run-heavy team, right? I would bring up now in my in my article on Tuesday. One of my biggest, one of my bigger pickups of the week was was Miles Jack. You can't go grab him now because he's already played last night, but he had twelve tackles last night. I mean, he had a fourteen-point game. I mean, he is well on his way to another hundred tackle season, right? Because Devin um, Bush is basically dust right now. Yeah. And and the thing is, is he plays in the NFC North. He's playing against, you know, uh, Cincinnati. They tend to throw the ball a little bit, but with the way that Burrow is getting sacked and getting hit, they may try to run the ball a little bit more. Um, but you know, Baltimore's a run, you know, going to be a fairly run heavy team once you know J.K. and Gus Edwards get yeah. back on the field. And then obviously, Cleveland doing. You know, Cleveland is running the ball like crazy. So though. These t- the fact that Miles Jack has taken on these guys, you know, a couple of times a year. Oh man, I mean, it's just it's a perfect matchup for him. Right. Um, he is definitely a guy to go grab. I mean, he should put up double digit fantasy points 
almost, I mean, pretty much every week. I don't, I don't know why I just brought up Najee Harris with when we were talking about Miles Jack, but uh, you were thinking you were thinking of the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers, yeah. Uh, well, I, I was thinking of the NFC North and running and all that stuff. So he gets to tackle him in practice. Yeah, he gets to tackle him. In practice. <laughs> you know, iron sharp, iron sharpens iron, right? Exactly. Yeah, he's a fantasy practice stud. Right. <laughs> um, let's see who's someone else that sticks out to you. I mean, I kind of jumped the gun there and, and was talking about Miles Jack, which kind of sucks. You can't go grab him right now because he's already played. But right, man, right. He's available. You'd be crazy not to go snatch him up right. unless you're just in like a league that only starts like one position, per, like one lineman, one linebacker, one DB. Then, gosh, the waiver wire should be flooded with these guys. But if you play in a league like we do where you have to start two of each with maybe a flex, oh, these guys are worth all the money. There's leagues I play in where, where we're starting three of each and then three IDP flexes on top of it. So, yikes, <clears throat> you know, it. It can get bare out there real quick, um, but uh, another guy I, I, I'm picking up. I, I mentioned him earlier, Julian Love. Um, mm-hmm. He looks like he's uh, he is going to be a stud for that Giants defense. Um, I, I know when he was coming out of college at, at, at Notre Dame, he uh, he was a really good uh, player at at Notre Dame. Didn't really test very well in the combine, but but uh, he uh, he's 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 really putting it together now. For uh, for the Giants, and I I think he's the next uh, the next really big stud there at, at safety. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and we'll stick at safety because I mean I mentioned him earlier, but Marcus Williams of the Ravens. I'm not going to harp on him any longer. If he is available on your waiver wire for some stupid reason, he is a must grab. He is a special special player that is getting tons of tackles, and he's leading the league in interceptions right now. And and it's not like he's new. I mean, he he, he was really good in New Orleans. So, you know, he was good. He was good in New Orleans. He was not really a a fantasy starter, however, because he just really didn't get much. Right. You know, he got some interceptions, but he didn't really get any tackles. Sure. He was, you know, he was kind of. I don't know. I mean, kind of like how Trayvon Diggs was last year, or. You know, exactly. Jason Jackson was last year. I mean, it was like pick or nothing. I mean, it was yeah. interception or nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's like right now, Trayvon Diggs, you're not playing him at all because he's not – I mean, he's either going to get burnt or he's going to get an interception. Or he's going to get an interception. You're really – that's the reason why they're throwing – that's the reason why it's so bust. great. Yep, it's more bust. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they're throwing at him, right. which is great, you know, because he does – get burnt a time or two, but he is getting thrown at, which does help him rack up some tackles and passes sure. defended. Um, that's the reason why I really like Trayvon Diggs a lot better than some other people, you know, talking with some of the guys over at Fantasy and Frames and things like that. You know, they're just like, hey, uh, you know, stay away from him. You know, that if they target him, he's going to get tackles. So, yeah, or def- defended passes, which right. in a lot of, or you picks. know, IDP leagues like our, you know, in, in our scoring system, that's a point. You knock right. down a pass, man. That's a point. So, All right. Or when J. Ron Curse comes back, pick him up too because he's playing over the top of Trayvon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That guy, he's a cheap, nice IDP play. I love him. Love yep. him. He may love be out him. this week. He may be out this week again, but you know, if he's on the waiver wire, pick him up. I, I don't know why he would be on the waiver wire. He's one of the best safeties in the league. But well, some guys chase. You know, there's guys that have really, really stood out, like Marcus Williams, who were that went undrafted. Sure. Um Guys like uh, Jonathan Owens of Houston, who's mm-hmm. who's had a great, great season so far. Um, I mean, gosh, let's see. He's, you know, 
week one, he had 14 fantasy points. Um, last week, he put up eight fantasy points. I mean, right now he's averaging 11 fantasy points a game at safety, man. That is, uh, that's solid. Yeah, that's, that's solid. Good. You know, people are picking up, uh, you know, Talanoa Hufenga out of San Francisco. And, you know, people are grabbing Huff. I mean, he has been an absolute stud this year. So, you know, someone may have taken and dropped, you know, J. Ron Curse to pick up one of these guys. I mean, how many safeties are you really going to carry? Well, especially when whenever he got hurt. So, I mean, Listen, he may I've be, got him in a couple of leagues and yeah. I may be on the waiver wire because he, he got dropped when, when he got hurt. So, yeah. And I, it's, it's crossed my mind, you know, picking up some of these guys. Like right. I thought about maybe cutting him loose. I still mm-hmm. have him, but it really crossed my mind. Maybe, maybe letting him leave, letting him walk. Sure. Um, trying to think, you know, speaking of, I mean, I really couldn't imagine, you know, Hafanga, you know, being, available in any leagues but gosh almighty if he is available to go grab him i mean this right. was so this was so last week we were talking about him um and you know and he had another great game um this past weekend so he's someone to grab um right. another guy who, who may be out there uh because people may have given up on him josh allen he had a pretty solid game o- over the weekend and he may be starting to put it together especially on a on a jaguars team who's, who's kind of up and coming yeah, absolutely. I don't know how good of a game he's going to have this week, um, because like we said, who are they? Who are they taking on that we were? Um, they're taking on the char- uh, Chargers, I believe. Right. Um, and now, Herbert may not play. If Herbert doesn't play, then you know Josh Allen, sh- you know, should have a pretty decent game. Um, but if Herbert does, we'll see. Um, Another safety I really like that that is out there in a lot of waiver wires is Tracy Walker. I mean, when this guy this guy's a solid, solid player. When he plays, he puts up points. The I, th- I think he's the leader of that defense. Um, mm-hmm. He, uh, I, don't, I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you watched Hard Knocks. Um, you know, you're you, you've been seeing guys like Malcolm Rodriguez, you know, Rodrigo, Rodrigo. Yeah, you know who 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 may be. Co- he may become something, um, but Tracy Walker is the guy on that defense. I think he he has been for years. Right. Um, to be completely honest with you, he's a great great player, um, and he's he's rock solid when he when he's playing. So he's a fantastic, fantastic IDP plays. Nothing sexy, but people like to pick him up. You know, Jaquan Brisker out of Chicago. Yeah, Brisker's um, and Brisker is a great great young guy. I actually picked him up in several leagues. He's on my taxi squad. Sure. Um, that's the thing that kills me is, man, I, I think there's a league you and I are in, and I have so many safeties. I don't know what to do with them. And, I mean, I do. I've got J. Ron Curse. I've got Tracy Walker and Brisker. And and you can only and, roster so many people. So. Yeah, Jonathan Owens. I've got Hufanga. I've got right. – the only one I didn't get was Marcus Williams because somebody bids cra- crazy money last week or right. this week to get him. Um, But, yeah, I've got so many damn good safeties. And, dude, I can only play like three tops. And I've got double that. It drives me nuts trying to figure out which one I'm gonna I'm gonna start. You know, I just have to watch those matchups. Yeah. Oh, anybody else that stands out to you? That's a that's a big big pickup. Um, he's gonna be owned in in every league, but Brian Burns. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying go and pick him up. I'm saying go and try to add him somehow. Um, the guy is a stud, and. I would try to get in on him before his before he becomes a brand name. 
I couldn't agree more. And I will tell you, man, if you go back and look over at dynastyprosfootball.com, if you go look at the website, I mean, I did a IDP waiver wire article every week last year. You know, I would do the waiver wire. And I swear, I mean, I'm looking at the at the percentages of being owned, and he still, after having great games, was still sitting on the waiver wire in so many leagues. I wrote about him so many times last season to pick him up before it's too late. I'm telling people now, just like you're saying it, if he is available in your league, he needs to be owned. He is a stud defensive end, super, super young. His He's right. having a great season, and his yeah. best years are probably still – you know, ahead of him. Um, and I don't see there's there's any way he's available on the waiver wire. If he is, you're going to be extremely lucky. Uh, oh, but, yeah. But but go to the owner of him and see what it would take to get him. Because yeah, because maybe the owner that has him right. may not be counting on him to be a weekly starter. Right. I mean, listen, he had an 18-point fantasy game against right. the Giants. I mean, he had four tackles. He had two sacks, two tackles for loss. I mean, that's the type of player he is. He's not going to rack up two sacks per game. Not only that, um, but they may not be paying proper attention because they're 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 more paying attention to these name brand guys like you know JJ Watt. Um, but Pay, Von Von Miller, right? Attention like to the guys who are productive, not just names. And Brian Burns is productive and about to become a household name. Absolutely, he's not that name just yet, but he will be. Same goes for Gregory Rousseau. So if you're right. able to get your hands Rousseau's on some of these yep, guys, absolutely. you know those are two. I mean, I wrote about three defensive linemen. Quiddy Pay being another one of them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, those were my three top linemen to go and get your hands on this week uh, when you were making those claims. You know, some other guys, you know, Jonathan Greenard uh, out of Houston. And you said Christian Wilkins out of Miami were a couple of nice grabs as well. Wilkins is a stud. Wilkins yeah. is an absolute stud. Yeah. You know, those were guys I mentioned in the article as well. So, you know, guys, we're giving you a lot of a lot of nuggets here to really go. If they are available, go grab them. Go grab them before it's too late. I, you know, this time next week, if they're available, they won't be they won't be available anymore after that. Another guy. Um the uh, linebacker out of Atlanta, is it Michael Williams? Michael, uh, Michael Walker, I believe. Walker, Walker, Walker. Okay, yeah. I, um, you know, I don't know what to think there because I think he's filling in for Deion, Deion Jones. So when Deion comes back, I'm wondering that. I think he's taking the Fuyusadi Aluakon role. Okay, okay. And Aluakon was the leading tackler in the NFL last year in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So if Michael um, – Walker is taking that that role, then he is going to be a big time player in that defense. You know, I've seen his he's available in a lot of leagues, and I was considering that, but I was thinking, I don't know, you know, does his production take a huge hit once Deion Jones gets back? So I didn't really want to go drop someone to pick him up for you know to run him out there for a couple of more weeks. Sure, that's something. To really I don't have a whole lot of faith in Deion Jones staying healthy either. So he's he that guy's always hurt. I think Deion Jones honestly looked like he was healthy enough to start the season. It's just he he didn't get onto the practice field um soon enough. He it it was late in the preseason, and I think they were just playing it safe and let's go ahead and let him get ready, you know, for the next four weeks, and then we'll pop him out there week five. So um 
I think he's ready. I think he'll be good to go once uh, once he's ready to return. So that's something to really keep in mind that he that those two could coexist, kind right. of like Bobby Wagner and Jordan Brooks did up in Seattle. You know, right. so um, something that I was wondering that I just wasn't sure about. You know, and, and then there's this guy um, who's the safety that's filling in for Cam Curl up in Washington that's doing very very well. Oh geez. Uh, Oh if you would have, if you wouldn't have asked me, I I would have remembered his name. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's you're thinking like if once Curl comes back, you know, is is this guy going to the bench? But it's it's really really hard. Um, it's uh, Derek Forrest. There, there you go, Derek Forrest. Um, you know, watching listening to some podcasts and watching some shows this week, and and you know talking to you know Gary and you know Davenport and talking to some you know some of the guys. Um, there's a real good reason to believe it, it kind of like this Deion Jones, you know, Walker situation in Atlanta. Some people may be holding off on picking up Forrest because once Cam Curl's ready to come back, maybe Forrest goes back to the bench. But the way he's producing, how can you take him off the field? Sure, sure, honestly, right? And um, you can always move him to it to potentially a different spot. Um, safety's a little bit, a little bit different than what linebacker is, though. Um, linebacker, you know, you, you can kind of mix and match those guys. Safeties, you know, kind of one spot or the other. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there's just so many darn safeties that have just started off. I mean, just awesome these first two weeks. Uh, we got to see how these guys kind of fall off and, and see if the cream does rise to the top here with some of these guys. But, Man, there's just I'm like I don't know my head's spinning so so much with all these safeties. I'm like, which one do I grab? But it's been fantastic. It's really made me feel good about some of these leagues where I drafted very very late. You know, when I grabbed those safeties and some of those linebackers, man, to be able, it just makes me really think about like my drafts next year, not jumping the gun to go take a high, you know, spend a high pick on someone like Derwin James. Right. Or Jamal Adams, Jamal Adams, Harrison Smith, some of these guys that are bona fide studs, but you can really rack up, maybe grab an extra couple of linemen because look at all of these guys that we're talking about that are just absolute studs right now. um, You know, in the defensive backfield, you know, uh, you know, as DBs, most of these guys were on the waiver wire you know, last week and this week, and some of them are even on the wire right now. So makes me really, really think like I I've been doing it for the last couple of years. I don't draft safeties and DBs hardly at all because of this. I go grab them off the wire, you know, really? after our drafts are already done, I'll let uh, some stuff sort itself out. And you know, especially in a league, like, like we're in where you don't have to, you don't have to fill your, your roster with all of your money. Mm-hmm. You you know you you can go into your waiver wire afterwards and pick up guys. You may as well just spend your money on guys that are going to you know that are at a they're at a premium. And, and, and when we say spend your money, and a lot of just for the folks out there, for a, auction, a lot of, auction, right? Yeah, a lot of our you know our home league that you and I are you know we got a couple of those that mm-hmm. are IDP leagues that's been going for ten plus years. They are auction leagues, right? So, right. Auction um, leagues, Sp- spending money, auction leagues, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, and then you know spend your money on. In an auction league on the premium guys, and then go pick up, you know, you know, a Hafunga or a Tracy Walker or, you know, yeah. 
Michael Walker off the off the way. These guys are getting drafted, and especially if you're just doing a snake draft like most most people do, you're not drafting these guys. You go take some linemen. So you know, you spend that extra pick on Ryan Burns. You know, yep. taking like a Rousseau, taking a chance on some of these defensive linemen, um, and then letting these uh, letting these weeks you know kind of sort things out because yep. you can pick up a lot of nice uh, DBs off the waiver wire, and this is proven. I mean, there it's it's like fishing with dynamite right now when it comes right. to DBs. I mean, that's right because you know preseason you can kind of sift through the depth chart, and right now is about picking up guys that are going to be league winners for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you've got zero, uh, you know, zero investment in them, especially right. um, if you pick them up off the wire. Now, if you can go and make trades for some of these guys. Um, certainly do it you know we've we've rattled off a lot of guys that we're looking to pick up you know that we're buying or trying to add via waiver wire or if we can make that deal because some of these guys may have grabbed them off the waiver wire so they you know they might be a little bit more willing to to part with them you know i'll tell you another name i mean i'm, I'm gonna come off sounding like a like a homer here but he had a big game on sunday dort uh Dorrance armstrong i mean he's filling in for curse right yeah no he, he he's a defensive end Oh, oh! I was thinking of the the DB that was filling in for for Curse. No, no, no. Uh, he, he's a defensive end, but but the Cowboys rotate ends in and out, and whether whether or not Parsons is playing in on, on that play, or if he's playing back at linebacker, if he's playing back at linebacker, then Dorrance Armstrong is going to be in there, so he's going to have opportunity. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had two sacks. I mean, granted, it was against the Bengals, and they're ridiculously. Dude, you oh, and I could line up on the edge and maybe get I mean, yeah, one of us will get him. Me and you could go get Joe Burrow at this point. But, <laughs> um, but still, if he's going to have opportunity, opportunity is king. So yeah. if if Parsons is not lining up at end, he's going to line back. He's going to line, line up at linebacker, which is his somewhat natural position. He, yeah, those guys are going to grab the attention, not right. Yeah, Parsons can line up either way. It, it doesn't really matter, but. But Armstrong is gonna is gonna be in there on a lot of plays, and he's gonna have a lot of a lot of opportunity. Yep, yep. Well, cool, man. That's a lot of good good nuggets there. As far as people were looking to buy, we're looking to add there. Anyone you're selling? I mean, if, if that you're, you know, I don't know really some guys I'm looking to sell just yet because some of these guys we we're talking about picking up off the waiver wire. Maybe sure. if you had them for a week or something, maybe you can try and cash out and sell high on them. Is there anyone that stands out to you that you would possibly look to move? Um, you kind of mentioned them earlier. There's a guy like Marcus Williams. Um, you may be able to cash out on his, on his, on his success. Uh, personally, I would probably be trying to hold on to him to see if he can keep it up. But mm-hmm. if, 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 if you're not a believer, and you think you can get a good value for him, then then go ahead and, and – Well, you're getting him for free. Right. It's not like anyone – not many people actually drafted him. Right. Um, so you got him for absolutely free. Um, so he's 100% profit if you do right. trade, him, trade him and get someone. It is so hard for me right now not to start him, not to start him. Sure. However, it's Dynasty Leagues, man, and we got to be businessmen, you know. and. Right. Is Marcus Williams' value any higher? Will it ever be any higher than it could be right now? I sure. mean, if he has another interception on Sunday against the Patriots, maybe it goes up a little bit more. But man, how much more can it go up right now? Well, I mean, 
in, in our scoring system, he's the number one scoring defensive back that's out there and almost, you know, I mean, close to the, the number one scoring IDP. And here's the thing with IDPs is in most leagues, a lot of people don't take them seriously. So you're not going to get a whole lot of value for them anyways. Like even TJ Watt, when, whenever he's healthy, mm-hmm. you're not going to get just crazy value for him, even though you really should because he is the guy, right? Him and Micah Parsons are the guys. And But in most leagues, you're just not going to get the type of value that you're going to want from them. Um, but if if somebody comes to you for like a Trayvon Diggs and they say, listen, I really want Trayvon Diggs. I'm a, I'm a big believer based off what, what he did last year. I'll give you a second round 2023 pick for him. 100% I'm taking it. For who? Trayvon Diggs. Okay. 100%. If somebody comes comes to me and offers me a second round 2023 rookie pick for Trayvon Diggs, I'm taking it right now. No doubt in my mind. Because I'm not a believer that he's going to have the same type of year he had last year. Well, I think a lot of people don't. Right. Exactly. But for a TJ Watt or a Micah Parsons, to me, those guys are going to cost a first rounder. But most people don't, don't want to give that. No, no, not not with it, it just depends on the scoring and the type of league you're in. You and I with our really, system though, with our system. Yes. If I you're mean, using oh, our system, those guys are worth first round picks. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you and I for for 10 plus years, actually for about 12 years since 2010, you and I have used and tried a lot of different scoring systems and we've tweaked it up over the years. And you can check out over at DynastyProsFootball.com, you know, check out our IDP rankings. Um, you know, there's an article built into those, a link to an article that tells you um, our scoring system and why we why we score it that right. way. Um, we explain to you in detail, you know, why we do it. Um, so, yeah, you know, those guys are, are worth the money. And, man, I don't, you know, when it comes to Micah Parsons or TJ Watt, someone's offered me a first-round rookie pick, it would have to be a substantially high rookie pick. I mean, I don't know. Some dude's going to give you the over. If you're in a super flex league, no one's going to give you a top three, top four pick. I mean, you're talking like, you depends know, on the year. Robinson and the, depends on the year. Depends mm-hmm. on the year. Yeah. It depends on the year. Now, mm-hmm. this year, 2022, I would say Micah Parsons and TJ Watt are worth a top three or four pick. Agreed. Agreed. It with next our scoring year, system. If you're doing 24, yeah, you're not me. Yeah. If you're doing like IDP one, two, three, that scoring system or something, then absolutely not. You know, they don't right. put up enough points. But with our scoring system and our trade value charts and everything, you can kind of see how the value of a TJ Watt, a Micah Parsons, right. a Nick Bosa, Aaron Donald, those type of guys compare to say a Stefan Diggs or a Najee Harris or a 2023, you know, top four pick or a mid four pick or a, you know, back, back in first round pick. You can really compare all of those to really gauge a value. Um, on these defensive players. So, you know, we encourage people, you know, right. if you really are curious, go check us out over at dynastyprosfootball.com and check out those trade values. It'll help out quite a bit. Exactly. And, you know, in, in 22, you know, in, in this past 2022 draft, if you were to say, who would you rather have, Micah Parsons, TJ Watt, or Kenneth Walker? Who would you rather have? 
Oh, it'd be it mean it'd be TJ Watt. Exactly. And yeah. Kenneth Walker was probably what your number two or three overall pick? Absolutely. There you go. Now yeah. next year, obviously Bijan's probably your number one guy, right? Well, super flex, he may not be. I mean, he might super be flex, man, CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, whatever. Yep. 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 You know, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Okay, fine. After those guys, though, you may be looking at TJ Watt. Michael Parsons, who would you rather have, that or the number five overall pick? It's it's those IDPs, man. It's Parsons and TJ Watt all day for me. I mean, I think after maybe the sixth pick, uh, because you got two stud quarterbacks, you got a couple of stud running backs, there's four picks there, and you definitely got two or three stud wide receivers, so you're looking at six to seven. Um, Those are guys I possibly would really consider. Um, I would probably rather have those those young rookies. Um, but probably after that seventh pick, if some, if I'm, if I've got like the tenth pick in the rookie draft, and I'm able to offer that to somebody for TJ Watt or Micah Parsons, right? And they, you know, I got a late round first or a, or a top, you know, a, a, a high second, and somebody takes that, dude. Oh, I love it. I'm right. taking it all day. Number I mean, one name to watch in next year's draft for a defensive player, Will Anderson Jr. Out of Alabama. That guy is the next defensive star. Why do you say that? Just watch him play. <laughs> just uh, shut up and watch TV. Yeah, just shut up and watch TV. I mean, I mean, he Aiden Hutchinson was invited to the Heisman ceremony last year. It should have been Will Anderson. Interesting. I was going to ask you that just a second. I mean, you're our Debbie guy and I was wondering, are there any, would there be any, you know, an IDP that would be worthy of a first round? Will Anderson may be the number one overall pick. I'm wondering if, if, if someone in my, in our rookie drafts, you know, if you've got a 10th, 11th pick in your rookie draft, if, if you would consider maybe Will Anderson or something there. Absolutely. Maybe, you know, I think, what was it, like two two years ago, I, you know, I took uh, Nick Bosa with like yeah. the 10th pick. You may take him before that. Yeah. Interesting. And, and, and this is a pretty loaded draft. This year mm-hmm. and next year are pretty loaded drafts. 23 and 24 are extremely loaded in talent. Mm. God, I can't wait to see it, man. I just, you know, it's so weird how we've been just, everyone's been hyping up this 2023 draft. 24. Like everybody just, 24 is more loaded, I think. Wow. That's uh that's interesting to say. Because I'll tell you what, I've racked up on a lot of 23 picks to the point where there's some leagues where I don't I don't have the roster space to roster all the picks I'd make. So it'd be nice to uh maybe ship some of those off and rack up a maybe a few 24 picks. Rack up a couple 24 picks if you're able to. Those those are gonna be valuable because you got guys like Braylon Allen, Travion Henderson, Xavier Worthy. All those guys are coming out that year. Hmm. It, it, it's going to be loaded. Well, you know, that's a, that's a good one. I, you know, we kind of got off the subject there. Um, you know, we was talking about some guys we're looking to sell. I mean, you you kind of brought up Marcus Williams. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that. You know, no, I just, no, no, no. This is I got off my tangent there and, you know. It, it's cool, man. I think all of this is valuable information. I mean, heck, if I'm watching or listening to a show um, – if these guys are going to stray off path, I want it to be uh, useful information, and I'm hoping that we're providing that. 
Well, I know um, it's an IDP show, so we kind of need to stay on on task, I guess. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're all we don't all just play IDP. We got right. offense as well. So sure. Um, I'm trying to think of some guys that I'm looking to maybe sell. Um, as far as my IDPs, I mean, I mentioned it earlier. Someone like Tyron Matthew. I don't. I, I don't have any situation. I don't see any situation where I'm playing him, where I'm starting him in my league. And I'm thinking if if you've got some guy in your league that's a sucker for the name, um, and I can trade him and try and get like a second or, you know, maybe a late second or a third round pick or something. I think I'd do it all day. I mean, it definitely a third round pick too because I think Tyron Matthews borderline droppable. I think he's more of a name. There's so like we were talking about this whole show. There's been so many safeties that are really stepping up and just killing it and racking up tons of fantasy points. Tyron Matthew is useless, so that's someone I'm looking to move and get away from. Um, I've got I've got one big name for you. Who's that? It's a hot take. Aaron Donald. For some reason, I knew you were about to say that. Um, is this a case of like the Derrick Henry and? And, and, you know, get, get rid of him a year early before it's a year too late. Right. Because the Rams basically had to talk him back into coming back for another year. How long is this guy, how long is he going to be around for? Has he been hanging how long out does with, he want to play? Been hanging out with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. How long, how long is Aaron Donald wanting to play? The Rams basically had to talk him back into coming back for another year. Well, he, he just talked that trash because he. Wanted I know he, he he wanted another contract. Yeah, that's fine, whatever. But when you're in it just for that, and you're not in it to play, how long are you going to want to hang around? You know, I'm not opposed to that, man. That's a, that is a hot take. I mean, why not? I mean, you're selling high and like selling said, extremely high on the guy. Yeah, extremely and I'm high. Yeah, I mean he's a top defensive lineman. I yes, mean, got Nick Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett, and then at that point it's it's Aaron Donald. I right. mean, do you go to like the Chase Young owner or something and try and flip? Absolutely, because Aaron Donald's playing. Chase Young isn't right now. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald is a brand name. Mm-hmm. I mean, he may be the greatest defensive player outside of Lawrence Taylor. Ooh, ever. What about this? Aaron Donald for Aiden Hutchinson. Woo! Which one are you taking? You're taking Aiden. I'm taking Aiden Hutchinson. Woo! Dude, I've got some Aaron Donald. I am shopping this fool tonight. Do it. Because, again, how long is he going to play? How long does he want to play? I get it. The whole offseason may have just been all talk. Yeah. But where there's smoke, there's fire. And get out. Who knows if there's going to be more drama this offseason. Right, right. You know. The Rams are all in salary cap-wise. What makes you think that he's not going to be a casualty two years down the line? I got you, man. I mean, like I said, you know, it's better to get rid of him a year early than a year late. Get rid of him a year early, not a year late. If you get rid of him a year early, you can get value. I'll tell you another, you're late, you're screwed. I'll tell you another guy I'm looking to move. I'm not looking to do it right now. Uh, we we mentioned Bradley Chubb a little while ago. That's someone I'm looking to go cash out on. Sure. However, he put up a big goose egg. I mean, week one, he killed it. Probably picked him up if he wasn't already owned. 
and then this week he lets you down. I'm hoping he does like the Alex Highsmith thing, where Alex Highsmith had a hell of a week one, didn't do much week two, and then last night blew up and had like a 19-point fantasy game. Sure. Um, however, if that guy is available, what are you doing? Go grab him, Alex Highsmith. Oh, yeah. Um, he shouldn't have been available after week one. Nope, nope, not at all. Not at all. Uh, but like I was getting back to Bradley Chubb, I'm hoping maybe this 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 week he, you know, racks up another sack, puts up double-digit fantasy points, and man, I am shopping him Monday immediately. Bradley Chubb's just not been able to stay on the field and stay healthy, but when he's on the field, he produces, but I don't know if you can really count on the guy. Uh, Doesn't produce, though. I mean, he didn't do anything with didn't do anything this past weekend. He was out. Yeah, yeah, he's all or nothing, you yeah. know, and that's how it is with a lot of edge rushers. And he's he's right. he's no different. Um, I'm hoping that he really, really rocks out this weekend because I'm going to go try and cash out on him. I don't want to. I don't want to go through the headache of, you know, starting him and he sucks, and then I put him on the bench and he blows up. To me, to I'm me, chasing, I'm not chasing points with this guy. Right. To me, Bradley Chubb is no different than Leonard Floyd. He just has kind of a quote-unquote, better pedigree. Yeah. But does he really? I don't know. I mean, it was nice when he was opposite Von Miller. Um, That's also nice that Leonard Floyd is kind of opposite Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there's really no difference in them. Well, all right. Well, listen, I mean, we've been raw. I mean, we we kind of gave ourselves about an hour to do this show. We're about 15 minutes past that. But before we uh, we get off here, let's give a few names who we are starting this week that maybe we haven't mentioned because we've mentioned a lot of guys uh, throughout this episode sure. that we love, uh, that we've picked up and guys that we're looking to play. Um are there any guys that stick out to you? I mean, we were talking about Marcus Williams. We were talking about Brian Burns. These guys yep. need to be in your lineup. Quiddy Pay, yep. Gregory Rousseau. Uh, these guys need to be – you need to start them. Uh, Frankie Louvu, all these guys, if you got them, start them. Rock out with them right now. Take advantage. Before we get off here, man, is there anyone else that sticks out to you? Maybe, you know, rattle off one player that you're starting. Uh, one player that I'm starting here. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, if you're not starting him, and you probably should be, based off the, how he's played the last couple weeks, I mentioned him earlier. Again, I'm going to come off sounding like a homer. Leighton Vander Esch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Most leagues, he's probably available. So he, I mean, yeah, because people don't believe in him, they right? This is just a people kind don't of believe in him after the last couple of years because he mm -hmm. was hurt, playing mm -hmm. hurt. Yep. Now he's healthy and playing like he's healthy. Yep. Like <clears throat> Vanderesh. I'll tell you a guy that's been a huge letdown the first two weeks, but I have a feeling he's going to play that he's going to kind of get back on track this week, and that is Chandler Jones. There you go. Chandler Jones, defensive end. Um, I've had him in my lineup. Um, he's he's sucked the first two weeks. He's another one of those Bradley Chubb type of guys. It's all or nothing. All or nothing. But they're he's taking, better, on, the, they're but taking on the Titans. Um, and I <laughs> – what happened last time Chandler Jones took on the Titans? He wrecked them. Uh, week one last year, five sacks. I yeah, he wrecked them. Just – 
humiliated I mean, them. Ryan Tannehill sucks. <laughs> the, the Titans' offensive line is garbage. I don't think Taylor Luan's even going to play this week. Yeah, their their offensive line is pretty rough, and I think this is the week that Chandler Jones um, gets back on track. Sure. So he's certainly a guy. I'm like, he's someone that you are so tempted to bench because he's pissed you off the last two weeks. Right. But I'm not going to do it. He's he's in my lineup. I'm going to rock out with him. I'm going to go down with the ship if I have to this weekend. But uh, I really think he gets on track and he could be one of those guys this week that you know rattles off a couple of sacks. Sure. So, well, here's a tip for you. Go through the NFL schedule this week. If you're not happy with your positions, with how your positions are playing out, look at those matchups. See if anybody is on the waiver wire for you to pick up. If there's somebody on the waiver wire for for a position you're not happy with that you're already rostering, then drop somebody that you're not happy with, who you haven't been happy with, pick up and, and, and just stream a position. Look at look at those matchups. Yeah. See what is a beneficial matchup for you and go after it. Attack it. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Well, Tommy, I think that's all we've got for tonight's episode, man. I'm pretty fired up. Um, fantastic show. I mean, we had it jam-packed full of great, great knowledge. Great sure. good stuff here, man. Um, super, super excited for this week and seeing how some of these players, they keep it up. If some of these guys get back on track, uh, just can't wait to get going there. And we've had a couple of people message me while, <laughs> while we've been doing this show and they were asking about the IDP shirt. Wanting to see it again. The IDP. It's an awesome shirt. Style. It's an awesome shirt. It is. It is. And you can find that over at DynastyProsFootball.com. You just click on the merch and there it is. Yep. Or just message me at DynastyBobFF if you want any more information. Sure. I can get you hooked up with that. So. One more thing. One more Go thing. For it. Go for it. Monitor the Blake Martinez situation. Mm-hmm. That could become a big deal. It could be. Hey, and we got a comment here from Matt. Matt, thanks a lot, man. Thank you so much, sir. We very much appreciate that. Good stuff. Yep. Yeah, watch the Blake Martinez stuff. Uh, you know, I really see him. We talked about it, Nate Markham and, and some of the guys over at uh, Fantasy and Frames and, um, you know, Gary Davenport. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago, and I was really hoping. I was thinking Baltimore would give, be a good spot, but I really thought that that was kind of a long shot, to be honest. But it doesn't look like it now. Um, if he ends up in Baltimore, I think it'd be a great, great landing spot well, for him. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter where, where he winds up. Nope. He's a tackle it, it machine. He really doesn't. He's a tackle machine. Mm-hmm. Monitor, just monitor the signing. Go wherever, pick him up. Wherever he signs, go pick him up now. Get ahead of the game. Yep. Go pick him up now. You got really nothing to lose. Don't let go of anything valuable. Right. You know, let go of some, you know, fourth DB or something right. you have. Go pick him up. Absolutely. If he doesn't sign somewhere in the next couple of weeks, drop him. Yeah. But he will be somewhere next. He's too good not to be. So, well, all right, man. Great show, Tommy. Thanks everyone for watching. Like I said, go check us out at dynastyprosfootball.com. Go check out our buddies over at idpguys.org. Be sure if you wouldn't mind to hit that subscribe button over at dynasty pros football, our YouTube page. Um, But for myself, for Tommy, 
Like I said, we appreciate you checking everything out, watching this show, and we will see you next week. Hey, old Hickory, hit us up. (laughs) Yep, and we'll see you next week on the Dynasty Pros IDP show.